Are you ready to step beyond your sexual walls? We're here to talk about anything you want. This is the Sisters of Sexuality Show, featuring Taylor Sparks, Parish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae. We have so much to talk about today, so let's just get things started. Here are your hosts, Taylor, Parrish, Jasmine, Marla, and Tiffany. Hello, sexy people. This is your host tonight, Taylor Sparks of Sisters of Sexuality and Organic Lovin'. And I am so glad you guys are here another Wednesday night joining us as we talk with uh, our most amazing guest tonight. Uh, USA Today bestselling author Phoenix Daniels is a novelist who loves creating stories about love, romance, crime, and of course, a ton of sex. She started writing as a tribute to her deceased daughter, Jasmine, whose untimely death interrupted the completion of her first novel. Phoenix wrote her first novel in honor of her fallen angel. Phoenix Daniels has lived an eventful life and has suffered the greatest of losses. She writes to get through it all. She loves hard and appreciates her outlets. As a 19-year veteran of one of the largest police departments in the United States, she has seen and done a great deal of law enforcement, and she often infuses her experiences into her writing. Her men will always be alpha, and her women, strong, kick-ass heroines. Phoenix, welcome to the show. Well, hello. Thanks for having me. I am so excited you are here, and... I must tell the audience for full disclosure, I have known Phoenix, loved Phoenix, admired Phoenix, and been so proud of her for, oh my gosh, probably more than 10 years now, girl? Oh yeah, for sure, more than 10 years. <laughs> it's at, yeah. least, at least been 10 years. So welcome to the show. I am absolutely honored to have you here. And as I said, I am most proud of you and how you have created an entire new career for yourself through your through your books, of which you have written how many? Because I know I said like 23, I, I, you but know somebody... What? First, let me say thanks for having me. And yes. um, I don't even know. Like, I would have to do like the count on your fingers kind of thing. <laughs> and I think I'm up there. I think I'm up there. <laughs> You're up but, there. Uh, it's, it's, it's more than 10. It's more than 10. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, some one of one of the sites said it was twenty three. That's where I got that twenty three from. Oh wow! So yeah, I kind of stopped counting after my first one. After the first <laughs> one, I stopped counting after the first one. Well, tell our audience what inspired the first one. I mean, I know about your daughter and how she died, Jasmine, how she died suddenly and very untimely. But before she passed, you had already started writing the book, correct? No, no, no. I hadn't started writing. I mean, I, I had dreamed of writing a book, and uh, years before that, and I started writing, and then I was burglarized, and the computer was stolen, and the book was stolen, so I was like, okay, I, the hell with this. <laughs> so I, I never did. I started writing that book because when she passed away, I have my, my friend is a writer, and she's a publisher, mm-hmm. and when my daughter passed away, she said, I will finish her book because she was so excited about her first book. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, I'll finish it for her, complete it in, in honor of her. And when we went to clean out her apartment, um, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find the book. We couldn't find the, the drive. We couldn't find it. It wasn't on a laptop. So it was devastating to me because I really wanted to see that completed. And 
Right. And I guess the only way that I could feel better was to write one myself. Mm. Mm. And your so friend, that's how I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a book. And then my friend, who was a publisher, I told her, I'm going to write a book and you're going to publish it. And she was like, uh, no. Wait, tell us who your friend is. <laughs> tell us who your friend is. Oh, Jessica Watkins. Jessica uh, Watkins. Another, Jessica Watkins. Yes, and we must have her on the show as well because her books and uh, so they do so well, and she's got such a following. So she has her own publishing oh, yeah. company. So she said, "I'm I'm going to publish the book. You better write that book." <laughs> yeah, she was like, "No, I'm not." And I was like, "Yes, you are." <laughs> <laughs> Until then. She published his first book just basically out of friendship. What was the name of the it first book? Very well. I'm sorry, did I lose you? No, I said, what was the name of the first book? Oh, the first book, uh, Beautiful Play, which actually turned into a series. So tell the so. audience, for those who do not know you, tell them what that book is about. Okay, so Beautiful Prey is about a um, a lovely African-American woman who works for the Chicago Police Department, and she works undercover in the Vice Division. And um, then on the other end, there is a very handsome uh, millionaire, billionaire, Jack Storm, who happens to drive past and, and is enamored by this beautiful woman. But... You know, he's just like, oh, I can't do hookers. But, oh, if I did, I would just have her. And um, <laughs> so he just goes about his way. And there is a, a killer on the loose in these main streets of Chicago, and he's killing prostitutes. So they're throwing my Victoria, Storm, uh, Victoria Price at the time out there. <laughs> I'm telling uh-huh. them, uh, Victoria Price, it's run out there to try to catch the serial killer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with this. This guy, I'm sorry, they throw out that they catch serial killer shorts undercover. But then with uh, the, the silliness of a police department, the next day she has to put on a uniform and work security at the Taste of Chicago, a big event, uh, one of the biggest that Chicago has every year. So she's in uniform one day, and the day before she's working undercover, which makes absolutely no sense. But then Jack sees her on the news in uniform, so then he's like, oh, she's a cop. Okay, so I can start, you know, basically he starts stalking her. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Now she has to figure out is Jack the serial killer? Because uh, he's a stalker, or is this just the guy who's interested in her and doing too much? And it goes from there. Oh, wow. Well, don't tell us. Don't tell us the end for those of us. That's it. For those That's of us it. It goes from there. It's, it's, it's hot and it's sexy and it's steamy and it's action and all the Wait, things so that I love. Let me ask you is this millionaire or billionaire? Is he white? Is he black? Is he Indian? He, he is, is Caucasian. Gorgeous, tall. Uh, blue-eyed, lovely, silky, dark hair. Um, he's a white man, but he's a fine white man. <laughs> he's fine white man. <laughs> fine white man. Yes, he is. Now, is this so? Most theme? of my, about, wait, frankly, all of my books are um, interracial, multicultural novels. Because mm-hmm. believe it or not, white men and black women are still considered taboo. Are they? Not in our world, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) But in the the other world. world. Wait, our world as if we live in our own world? (laughs) You know we do. Listen, Phoenix and I have had some times together that 
we will not publicly talk about here. But if you catch us in the same space at the same time, at the right time, <laughs> fun will be had. I assure you of that. So um, so the first one was called Beautiful Prey, and that turned into a series of how many books? Right now, there are four books in that series. And oh I'm God. working on the fifth. Really? So it's still going mm-hmm. on. So do I dare ask if... The Beautiful Prey is a fan favorite. It was a phenomenon, and it was so crazy because, like, it was my first book, and I was like, I, I don't have the audience for this. But you know what? Because other writers that are already established in this business, and then having the backing of Big Bad Jessica Watkins, it got out there, mm-hmm. and it turned into, like, just a, a fan favorite. They really, they love this family, you know, this, this the dynamic, you know, the dynamics in his family. It's so interesting and so real. I try to make it like this could be your family. You know, wow. without the millions of dollars. <laughs> without the millions of dollars. So it could be my about, family without the, you know, the big bag. So let me ask you, Phoenix, in Beautiful Prey, how much of it is coming from your own experiences with beautiful, blue-eyed, dark-haired white men that are tall and you being a gorgeous, sexy black woman who, who has worked in the police department, do tell. Well, a lot of the stuff that happens to her during this journey, I can relate to. I used to argue with people all the time and they would be like, oh my God, Victoria is still you. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> you know, she's a character that I created. She's not me. And then over the years, as I kept writing her, I was like, okay, there are a lot of similarities between she and I. We both worked undercover. We both, you know, had to throw on a uniform the next day and then go back and work undercover the day mm-hmm. after. It just didn't make any sense. You know, it's just, it's dangerous. So a lot of the stuff that she deals with um, working on this police department, I definitely can relate to. Um, as far as her dating life, um, I've dated with men. You know, none is fine to Jack, but some have come close. Some have come close. I'm dating a Russian now that's just, like, super hot. You're dating a Russian? I am. My Russian? Are you dating my Russian? (laughs) Not your Russian. But tell him I have absolutely nothing to do Saturday. (laughs) I'll send him your way right away. I will send him your way for, for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go on. So this book is already a series of four. It was your first book uh, published by Jessica, although reluctantly, and turned out to be uh, a bestseller. And then what inspired the next book, which was which book? Creed. Creed. Which actually turned into a series. Creed. Tell us about Creed. Creed is about uh, another beautiful black woman who works for the Chicago Police Department. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her name is Taylor Montgomery. And, uh, but she worked in a beat car, a regular uniform who answers calls and, you know, traffic stops and all that. And mm-hmm. um, she is introduced to the governor of the great state of Illinois, who happens to be a very sexy uh, 40-something white dude. <laughs> <laughs> with dark hair, green eyes, and nice. um, she 
she's having this secret affair with this governor, but she happens to come across a situation where she's chasing a man uh, who fled from a stolen vehicle. She calls back up, and then the police come. They shoot the man. He's unarmed. And so they basically want Taylor to follow, you know, the story, stick with the story, stick with the story. And Taylor's like, I'm not doing that. And her partner's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell the truth. That man didn't have a gun. You got to shoot him. So then she's ostracized on the police department. And mm-hmm. it goes from mm-hmm. here. I mean, from the top down. But what they didn't know while they were trying to come for her was that she was fucking the governor. Can I curse on here? <laughs> yes, you can. You can say any fucking thing oh. you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They didn't know she was fucking a gunner. So the governor brought their relationship out of secrecy and was like, what she's not going to do is treat a woman like this. So then it goes from there, which actually turned into a series. And the governor's name is Victor Creed. So that's okay. why he got the key. Ah, that's series. why it's called and, Creed. Wasn't it? Wait, before we go further, because we're getting ready to take a break, I want to hear more about this governor Creed and who he really is over there in Chicago and who he's actually fucking over there in Chicago. You're going to tell us the truth too, Phoenix. Let's girl. Our governor couldn't get (laughs) wait. No, that is a totally fictional character. Okay. Hold on. Let's take We're going to take a break. Don't go away guys. We'll be right back. You are listening to the sisters of sexuality on the sexy lifestyle network. And we are sponsored by lifestylecruising.com. And we are talking to our amazing guest, Phoenix Daniels. You all stay right there, and we will be right back with more about Creed and Phoenix Daniels. Hold on. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Organic lovin' for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you. For the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N.com. You 
you are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Hey, sexy people, welcome back to the Sisters of Sexuality, a Five Shades of Play radio show. This is your host, Taylor Sparks, and we are joined again by our amazing, so goddamn hot and sexy Phoenix Daniels. Phoenix, welcome back to the show, my love. Well, thank you. Oh, my God, you sound so sexy. I'm going to have to lower my voice or something. <laughs> You're Hello, I'm glad to be back. Well, well, thank you, my love. <laughs> now I just said. sound like a stalker. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. So we were talking about Creed, who's the governor, who's fucking the undercover um, cop, the B-cop over there in Chicago. And she sees a wrongful shooting and the police department people and the police department want her to say that it wasn't wrong and that the, that the perpetrator had a gun and he didn't have a gun. And now she's ostracized. And how many books did this turn into? Well, there are three books in this series, which, by the way, I just dropped the third one this year. And I think it is by far the best book I have ever written. There's something really? about my third book in the series that is just fucking good. Because I think I just I finally got the good. hang of it. You think you finally got the hang? Well, you've written enough books yeah, to have finally my, got the hang of it. <laughs> my third book in the Beautiful Prey series, I thought was my favorite. Well, it was everybody else's favorite because it's still at five stars. And my third book in the Creed series is like my absolute best work ever. And it's still at five stars. So I think my, it's something about my third book. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> like it, all you the warm-ups are over. I, I think it's because you like threesomes. Ah, that could be yeah. it. <laughs> That's what I think. I think something about the number three and two men or two women or two women. In, well, anyway, I think it's about something about the number three. Yeah, <laughs> three that all those. Much. Yeah. So do you have a process? Is it, I mean, are you... Like you know, you know my girlfriend Parrish, who manifests through masturbating. Do you masturbate in these characters and what they're going to do in their lives come to mind? I mean, what makes you even think of these people in their lives, and how do you make these characters come to life? Is is it through masturbation or a good night of fucking? Oh, or? you think where my ideals and inspiration and all of that stuff? Yes, my is it from fucking? Is it from masturbating? Oh, that's <laughs> Jack Daniels. <laughs> Jack D. She is an You get a little Jack Daniels and you get all kinds of stories in your head, you know. You just got to write them down while you're still drunk because when you wake up, you won't really remember them. <laughs> and you can hardly really read the handwriting because it really makes no sense, but you'll figure it out. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? Are you serious about the Jack Daniels no, I'm being serious, an inspiration? So I, I, like, I get more creative. You know, a lot of people say that they get creative when they smoke weed. You know, all the mm. ideas come in their brain. All that. No, not me. If I sit down and I have a cocktail and relax my mind, if I can relax my mind, I can come up with all kind of shit. Really? 
Where do you get your brilliant ideas from? I don't know. You tell I, me through masturbation and I'm hanging up. No, it's not through <laughs> masturbation. That's parish. <laughs> now, <laughs> I have had to put some of my books down, like, in the middle of writing them, so I could go rub one out because the steam is so steamy. Like, I don't write. Like, he took her in his arms. And they loved to her, and they woke up and smiled. Nah, all right. So he bent over and spread her legs, stuck the clit in his mouth, and played with a pussy. <laughs> you know, great detail sex scenes. So <laughs> needless to say, those are the hardest chapters to write because I have to keep putting the damn computer down every 15 minutes so I can rub one out and then get back to work. <laughs> Girl, no. But this is good because, you know, people who have read other erotica some, you know, and it's like that soft, he picked her up and carried her to the bed. I'm like, oh, please turn her over and fuck her. Stop oh, carrying my her characters, shit to- Lucas Savelli walked into a club and dragged his woman into the locker room, and pushed her face against a cold locker and ripped her panties <laughs> and fucked her up against the cold locker. Ain't nothing sweet about this. This is not sweet. sweet. This is fucking. Wait, all your books about fucking. We ain't talking about somebody tying a silk scarf so softly around my eyes. No, but (laughs) I do want you to know that these people, some of them, love each other. Some of them don't. You know, some of them is just a threesome or some of them, you know. But in in the, the, the main characters and their relationship, I do give you the idea that they are in love. You know, that they, they love each other. But when they're fucking, that's what they're doing. They're fucking. Mm-hmm. That's because so, that's the kind of sex they like. That's how I write it. Yeah. Because that's the kind of sex those characters like, which ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. You know, and I, you know, I have to ask you a question that people tend to ask me a lot when they discover what I do and what I, what I've done and my marital status and that whole yada yada. And the question is, how did you become so open, open? Well, I'm a swinger. I'm in a lifestyle. So, I mean, er everything about my, once I open the door to my sexuality and accept it, you know, the way things the the way that I could be happy in my everyday life, um, everything everything was just it, it's a goal from there, you know. So it's just the lifestyle that I live. Mm-hmm. My and sexuality have- is fluid, and I'm very I'm 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 indulgent. If I want it, I get it. Yeah, you do. And the only I lifestyle see- that will allow me to do that is the finger lifestyle. This is also true. And not and not be so concerned about what you got and what you didn't get after you got it. This is why. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I oh, think yeah. you were one of the first people Because you're going to get met. something better tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen this girl not show up for my seminar because something better walked across her path on the way. <laughs> and then just looked at me right. and said. Oh, oh. And I'm very indulgent. You are very I was on my way to that seminar. <laughs> Say that one more time. I said I was on my way to the seminar. Are you talking about Jamaica? Yeah, yeah. No, she was on her way to the seminar. She didn't make the seminar. And when I chastised her for not supporting me, do you remember what you said to me? No. What did I say? 
you said to me, bitch, you see the dicks on that man? <laughs> I'll make up that shit to you another motherfucking day. <laughs> I was not passing up good motherfucking dicks for you, but I love you. That's what you said to me. Oh my gosh, that sounds like me. You must, you must not have seen it then. Listen. Listen, I was not mad at her. I'm still not mad at her because I know what she passed up. I was on my way. I know what she, she passed up me for that. And I'm like, I I couldn't argue with you with that. I'm like, you know, fine then. We'll just go have a drink. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) What else could I say? Did you you get it? (laughs) We're going to go have a drink. You're going to tell me about every inch of every dick. And how good it was, because you didn't make my goddamn on seminar, and you did, and I forgave her. I wasn't even mad because, you know, that's my girl, and it made perfect sense to me. <laughs> I was on my way. I know you were. I had the level of commitment that you would have been proud of. Yes, I. <laughs> what I had was a level of commitment. What made me proud was that you took that detour and you handled your business. That's what the fuck made me proud. Because I'm like, see, that's my girl. There was no, well, you know, you were like, bitch, look, <laughs> I didn't make it. Right. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't bullshit your friends. You know, you tell them straight up, like, girl. See what had happened. <laughs> there, there was there was good dick and there were good dicks plural involved. I'm not mad. I'm I'm not I'm not mad at all. So you decided to be open, open. Do you were you in your twenties? Were you in your thirties? When I was you in my thirties when I was first introduced to the lifestyle, it was right after a divorce. And now I understand why I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Had we been in the lifestyle, we'd probably still be married because he's like my best friend now. Okay. Man, you can remarry him. when you put so many restrictions on mm. marriage, then that's where the conflict comes, you know. We don't, we don't think about each other's needs, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in traditional relationships. You don't think people who are monogamous don't think about their partner's needs as in sexuality? I don't think as, they as think about it realistically. Meaning? I think that there are some people who say, I am the only person that my mate will ever need, ever want. If I keep doing this, if I keep doing that, if I keep doing this, I can keep him or her. And then there are people who try to convince themselves that they can be that person. I can be. I will only look in this direction. I will only lust for her or him or I will. And they try to convince themselves that they can. And when they figure out that it is not easy as, you know, what they see to convince themselves, then they beat themselves up. Then they feel like a failure. Then they fuck up again because they're like, well, I'm fucked up already. So it just it's a continual cycle, and it's not really thinking about your partner's needs. I don't believe that men and women were meant to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. That's just my belief. I know there are a lot of people out there like, that bitch is crazy, but hey, that's just my belief. 
<laughs> well, actually, a lot of our listeners um, don't do not would not say that you were crazy because we have been talking about non-monogamy and swinging and open relationships. Uh, we a lot of our followers are, if not already in ethically non-monogamous relationships, they are certainly open to learning more about it. And uh, we have a very fluid uh, audience of people who, like all, like all things, are open to learning about all things. And they're open even if it's not their thing. At least they go, well, I might not do it, but right. it sounds cool. Are open-minded about it. And that's just the way, that's the way I view definitely relationships, my relationships. But then I notice a lot of, like, I don't know discord and i want to say let me tell you why <laughs> <laughs> between other people you know people and their partners you you find a lot of discord absolutely from quote unquote normal people i do i like the people that i know the couples that i know like you and uh and the the denise and people who've been married the race and the relative been married for Ever, you know, th- there's a discord that they have in their relationship. Of course, no relationship is perfect, but that's not infidelity is not going to be one of the reasons why they split. Phoenix, hold on one second because we have to go to break, and I don't want I want to finish this conversation as soon as you come back. As soon as we come back, so hold on, honey. This is Taylor Sparks. You listen to this. is a sexuality five shades of play radio show and we are with phoenix daniels usa today best-selling author don't go away we'll be right back discover explore and celebrate your sexy right here on the sexy lifestyle network organic lovin for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you. For the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. 
Hello, sexy people. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Taylor Sparks, and we are continuing this amazing conversation with USA Today bestselling author and my good friend, Phoenix Daniels. Phoenix, welcome back to the show, love. The hell with all that. Your engineer has a sexy voice. Tell me about him. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, Josh does... You know, all of the engineers over there have sexy voices. I don't even know what any of them look like, but their voices are hella oh, nice. You're going to have to shoot up, email us a picture or something. Josh, send me That'll a destroy picture. the mystery, though. Ah, that will destroy the mystery. I don't like mysteries. I write about them. I don't live them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, Ruth. It is the truth. <laughs> Girl, we were talking uh, briefly about long-term relationships and people who have chosen, because I believe monogamy is a choice, whether you consciously choose it or you've chosen it because religious religion told you to do so, or your mama told you to do so, or your daddy told you to do so. But monogamy is a choice. But I noticed, or or I'm not noticed, but you were starting to talk about people in long-staring relationships and when they have discord some of the things they do and some of the things and not people who are open don't do. So you're well, making you said it. monogamy is a choice. Okay. Uh, let's say quote unquote normal couple given a, given a choice <laughs> mm-hmm. without, without anything detrimental happen to the relationship. You believe that if they were actually given a choice, uh, which way would they go? I think those, I, I believe they would stay monogamous because I believe that they believe that's what's best for them. Oh, I think that they would really try hard. You think that they would not, you think they would be non-monogamous if given the choice? If they I think they, could, that they would do their best to be monogamous. They would, they would do their very best. I believe that, I, I, I don't want to say impossibility. I lean towards it. I just don't think it's natural. You don't think? <laughs> and well, anytime you try to force anything in nature to or, or to be unnatural towards its nature, it just it just it does not work. Well, I I I, I tend to agree with you to some degree. I I just believe that it's a choice, you know. I and I believe that we can do anything we put our minds to. Meaning that. Well, then don't listen to me, girl. I can't keep a husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I don't think it's that you can't keep a husband. I just think you're tired of the husbands that you have kept. Oh. <laughs> I kept them as long as they were meant to be kept. Well, this is what I'm saying. And there's a difference between knowing when, like, you told, so as you know, I also transitioned into polyamorous. And as they say, polyamorous relationships don't end they just transition into something else because the guys that's, that you... That's what I'm working on now. That is that yeah. polyamorous relationship is an absolute must for me. I realize that this is the only type of relationship that I'm willing to be in. Mm-hmm. Because? I think with, with when I was talking about giving a choice, I was never given a choice. It was like, you're going to be this way and you're going to be this way while you're married to me. And I tried. I... I, I, I you know, swim upstream. I don't know what that phrase is, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> and know. it just does not quite work for me. Mm-hmm. Well, do you feel trapped? 
<laughs> the mixer was you turn this into a, 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 a counseling session. <laughs> Did you feel trapped in monogamy? <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> How are you sleeping at night? Um, a, a monogamous relationship would definitely, I would be a little claustrophobic in a, in a, a monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah. It well, was, number one, I'm a bisexual woman. So that means if I marry, I would marry or be in a relationship with a man because that, that would be my preference for mm-hmm. a relationship. And and if I had to be monogamous, then I would have to basically, I would have to suppress a whole side of me. Yes, which is not good. I have... Um, you know, a good friend of mine who's been married for 20 some odd years. I think I've spoken about him before. And he, although he's had girlfriends on the side the entire 20 years, he still will not just say to his wife, who I know knows he has girlfriends on the side, that he just wants to be open and poly or like swinger. The Don't ask them tell. Some people want that uh, obliviousness, you know. Don't ask them yeah. tell. Yeah. You ever heard a woman say or somebody say, you just better not let me find out. That's what you're yeah. saying. Go fuck who you want, but don't embarrass me. <laughs> right, right. But I just wonder why the men don't think that their women are not fucking other people while they're out fucking other people during the don't ask, don't tell phase. That's a good question. I, I mean, what do they would. think she's doing while he's home, <laughs> while he's out every so many nights? Huh? I certainly was. Oh, you ain't home yet? Oh, okay. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt. Well, I was fortunate (laughs) not to have to have to, you know, when we opened our relationship, we, we decided to open it together at the same time. And up until that point, we had not had anything. We had not no one had been cheating as far as I know. And, um, and to this day, my husband swears he never did. And I have no reason not to believe him. But, you know, I, I'm, I was one of those women that didn't go looking for shit because I believe when you look for shit, you find shit. So, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, yeah. And you go and search just, for something that you know is going to hurt your feelings. I'm not in the business of hurting me. No, and I'm not exactly sure why people do that. But, I, you know, it is it is what it is. But... Anyway, before before we go down that rabbit hole of, of people and their and their choices, so we talked about beauty of prey. We talked uh, we talked about Creed. What was your next best selling novel? Ooh, what did I do after that? Oh my God, I wrote a very sexy, steamy New Orleans paranormal. Paranormal. Um, I did. I wrote about this absolutely beautiful uh, girl who inherited her uh, voodoo priestess grandmother's abilities. Um, And she was special. And she was from Chicago, but she went back to New Orleans because that's where she's from because her grandmother was dying. And um, when she gets there, the closer she is to her grandmother, the more powerful she becomes. She didn't even know that she was in the voodoo priestess family. You know, she didn't know anything about the magical side of her family. So she gets there just on the pretense that she's going to be, you know, saying goodbye to her dying grandmother. And basically they wanted to get her there so that they could train her because she was going to be the new, um, the leader of their uh, their tribe of voodoo practitioners. Hmm. And she meets this 
gorgeous, um, absolutely gorgeous, the hundred year old fucking shifter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wolf shifter. And uh, she's under attack from the witches and the vampires because, you know, they know she's about to take this power. And she has a power that they've never seen before. She doesn't even know it. It, it becomes a surprise. So anyway, uh, they want to take her out because they know the grandmother's dying. So they need to take her out so that they could take control over Louisiana, you know, the magical world of Louisiana. And she falls in love with this sister who is, he is, what is it? Down to protect her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know he he's. For, they are they're descendants of the great Marie Laveau, one of the most famous priestesses uh, of all time, and uh, his wolf community has been charged with their protection, but he wow. falls in love with her. Mm. So that's called blood ties. Oh, that's the blood ties book. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that one is, and I'm working on a sequel to that, which is called bloodlust. And that was my first paranormal. Cause I was like, I can't do it. I can't write this. I don't have enough imagination to write a paranormal. So you drink tequila for that one. It does not remind you of twilight, you know? Right, right, right. Well, Twilight was not in New Orleans, first of all. <laughs> and and no it was for fruit. children. This is definitely not for new, new adults. This is an did adult. She, uh, did, she, did she fuck okay. the wolf? Did she fuck the wolf? Can you tell me that? Oh, okay, don't tell me. Wolf, but he was in man form. Mm, yes. He was in man form. <laughs> but, oh, people- she, and she fucked them well, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that one does not have a sequel yet. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Ooh, when's it going to be out? Family, this family of these strong, beautiful, black, powerful black women, it was so inspiring. I was like, I got to write it because I was going to do just a standalone book, but I had to write another book in this series because I love these women. Oh, my gosh. You, did you ever see Daughters of the Dust? I have not. It came out, I think, in the early 90s, 80s, about the Geechee women over there off of the coast of uh, South Carolina, right during, it was right towards the end of the slave era, and a lot of the slaves were going to the mainland, and these Geechee Gullah women with their own powers, if you will, and how they were making these transitions and their relationships and their marriages. It popped up on the screen somewhere recently. And I'm like, oh, my God, Daughters of the Dust. It was a powerful movie. Um, Is that yeah, something came, they're not going to look up? Yeah, yeah. It came out, like I said, either late 80s or early 90s. You were just a child then. So that's probably why you didn't see it. You were so <laughs> early 90s. I had children. I was married with kids. <laughs> Yeah, but you were a child bride. <laughs> you got man, you had I was a child bride. You were. I, I'm an old mommy. I had my kids late, child. Late, late. <laughs> I was 31 when I had Tariq. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I had three by the end. <laughs> yeah, see. Hold on. Two adopted ones. <laughs> Girl, listen, we're going to take one more break, and when we come back, we're going to let everybody know where to find you. This is Taylor Sparks with our amazing guest, Phoenix Daniels, and you're listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades to Play radio show, and we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. You guys, hold on. We'll be right back after the break. 
Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to moves and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Hello, sexy people. Welcome back again to our show. And we are here with the oh so sexy, fabulous, amazing, highly intelligent, (laughs) mostly, uh, not even mostly, highly creative Phoenix Daniels. Welcome back, Phoenix. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, she got a sexy voice on now. There it is. I knew you'd find it before. Girl, I got to. I got to step up, you know? <laughs> you are so funny. So listen. You over there are sexy. I got to kind of get a little, you know, hello. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have to try because, you know, I, my voice is all I got going for me. I got my voice and my smile. I ain't got enough boob. I ain't got enough booty. That's why I got tattoos. Girl, on stop it. Mm-hmm. You're a woman, I know, and sexy can be gorgeous. And you left that out? Did you leave that out? No, but go ahead. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful hair, and you smell like a spa. For some people, some people are allergic to how I smell, so they never hug me when I see them, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, okay. I as much I, I love that you love me, but my ego has put me in check many times. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, so I'm okay. But I'm okay with it because I realize it. And it's Can anybody be everybody's cup of tea? Well, you know, sometimes people drink their own fucking cup of tea. I'm not everybody's not. cup of tea. No, well, you are. I think so. No. Yeah, girl. They see them. That, girl, that's why I like. Don't make the world move. 
I like walking around with you and Paris because y'all got them beautiful tits. I just walk behind you go, I'm with her. <laughs> You're silly. That's true. Okay, that's okay. Mm. They they love them till I just bra off and let them sit in my lap. <laughs> Listen, if you all have not seen Phoenix's breasts, <laughs> her breasts are fucking amazing. I got pictures of her boobs just for me to look at. And I'm not even into girls, but that's how pretty they are. They're, they're just stunning. Well, thank you. And my son thank loves you. them from afar. <laughs> Your son, he gonna get it. <laughs> she been, she been. She's gonna been be my son, my son when I get through it. <laughs> she been, she been stalking my son since he been sixteen years old. She was like, "Girl, how old is that boy?" <laughs> it's the truth. It he's, is. He's, he's beautiful, and he's grown now. Shit. Girl, he gonna he gonna put something on you now. You look, you better look at it. He open too, but we ain't gonna about that right. Accept that challenge. I want I somebody will. to put something on. Just make a whole fool out of me. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the challenge with us grown women who Your are in the lifestyle. Y'all be popping out with new cars. You're like, baby, where you get that car? Girl, <laughs> talk about need a new need a new iPad, little boy. Miss <laughs> Phoenix <laughs> bought me this car. This Phoenix mom, he do need a car. Don't get started. Listen, before we went to the break uh, and before we finish up this show, please tell everybody where they can find you on social media, your website, your email, where they can get your books. Do tell all of everybody in our audience because we are talking to people all over the world, f- over 45 countries right now, and they can order your stuff. So tell them where they can find you, Phoenix. Well, you can find me at Amazon, first of all. And I would love it if you go over to my Amazon page, Phoenix Daniels, and follow me on Amazon. You can also find me on the gram at Miss Phoenix D, Twitter, Miss Phoenix D. And that's with a Z. Ms. with a Z, Phoenix D. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Ask Phoenix Daniels. No, Ask Author Phoenix Daniels. Um, you can also find my books at Barnes & Noble. You can go on Walmart. Um, I've seen a few on eBay. Uh, my, my iTunes, my preference is that, you know, just kind of hit Amazon because it helps with my ranking. And, um, and of course, libraries. And, oh, my goodness, I almost freaked out. I saw my book in the airport. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it was like, to only ask them how many of these were there. And it's like, oh, we had been there. And it was only two left. So I was like, yay. <laughs> so um, that's where you can find me. And also I have a website, phoenixdaniels.net. You can go connect with me there. I send out gifts, well, gift baskets and T-shirts and free books that are signed. So you can hit me there and let me know you're here. Um, and also there's another outlet I have. <laughs> well, soon I'm hoping to be able to carry it. You think that's it? Well, I know on organicloving.com on my website, we do carry a, a number of books, and I've been asking your publisher and you for many years now if I could carry some of your books to sell to my people, but I just, you know, I don't qualify because I'm not as big as Amazon, I guess, but, you know. Uh. Yep, don't don't heavy side me. Don't don't <laughs> heavy side me. <laughs> that is so not true. In my book, you are bigger than Amazon. 
Oh, I love And you, you will not have to ask for those. You will not have to ask me or my publisher anymore for those books. I am going to get those books out to you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I just had to put her on blast because I've been asking for these books for a while. So The Cage Chronicles, know, that's what I'm going to send you. The Cage Chronicles. Yeah, I want the Cage Chronicles. I want two copies of everything. Cage Chronicles, Creed. Para, I want paranormal. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna just download that one tonight, and because um, I'm excited about that one. Because you know, I'm, I'm not a girl that reads for pleasure, but either way, I'm always reading business and books. I but your tell books, you about a story that I just wrote. No, the you, story that put me on the USC Today's that I was list. I don't think we have and time for not, you to tell us. We don't. We don't have time for you to tell us. We got like two minutes before. Wait, the I can tell you the name. It's Harkin Overheart. <laughs> What's it called? Cato's Heart. Look out it's for, actually a sweet love story. Look out for Cato's Heart by Phoenix Daniels. It's coming out. It is out. Is it out? It's out. It, it is it's out, out now. You can get it off Amazon. In Phoenix, I want to thank you so much for being here. It has been great. Boy, that hour you. flew by. I know on the show, but hold on. Don't go away. All right. Hold on one second, my love. So thank you all for tuning in tonight. This is your host, Taylor Sparks of Organic Lovin'. You can find me on all social media under Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N. And of course, on our website, OrganicLovin.com, where we have all organic and eco-friendly intimate body pleasures. Thank you for tuning in to the Sisters of Sexuality Five Shades of Play radio show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. You can catch us here every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and on demand 24-7. And please be sure to subscribe to our show on all major podcast platforms. So keep up with all the Sisters of Sexuality by subscribing to our newsletter at sistersofsexuality.com. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And we look forward to hearing from you on all of our social media platforms, and of course, via email, sisterssexuality at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Sisters of Sexuality. Please join Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network or on demand 24-7. Organic Lovin'. For the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious? Playful? Maybe sensual? Adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. 
receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com. <laughs> 